Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. The weather finally relenting, a little bit of cool, maybe a little raindrop here over the next couple of days, but by next week, uh, it should be full-on time to get out there and get going. Will Ortner. Sitting in this morning. How you doing, big man? Doing all right. How you doing, Swag? Oh, it's great. It's great. Hops are just about done with a two-week homestand. It'll be time. I got to go see Marcus out at Forest Hills. Start sharpening up the game. And then start uh, start getting out there and ripping it. Oh, I got to. I'm going to play for the first time in about a month or so tomorrow. Okay. It It can only go bad. It can only go bad. No, no, no. Don't think about it like that. You just got to go out there. You got to see where things are, where things are at. Mm-hmm. And then the trick is just, uh, you know, get to the driving range when you're done. Short game, short game, short game, short game. See, here, here's my issue, though. I'm in Ellensburg, so I'm basically just playing in a farm field anyways. Okay. There's no real driving range unless, uh, like, I'm using the street. That is my driving range. That's my practice. Okay. Well, yeah, work on... There's got to be a practice putting green there, isn't there? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Chipping, I, chipping, putting, that's going to be That's going to be the key. That's going to keep you from shooting 100. I just need I just need one shot. That's all okay. I really want. I want one really cool shot. If it's a long putt, go. a long drive, a nice chip, maybe a long iron onto the green, and it'll be a successful day. There you go. But I want one. All right. I'm looking for more than one. A lot of people looking for more than one. We have a very, very busy show. Uh, Bob Herrig, who's longtime golf writer, now with Sports Illustrated, going to join us uh, in about 15 minutes or so. He is uh, in Charlotte this week covering the Wells Fargo Championship, one of the elevated events. He's been there uh, all week long, uh, more so uh, about earlier in the week. PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan was there speaking to the golf riders, kind of an update on where things stand. What's going on with Liv? Is Rory really going to lose three million bucks because he didn't show up for a second elevated event? How these elevated or designated events are working for fans, for sponsors, for the tour, for the players? Uh, how do they look going forward? As well as what's going on there at the tour right now? Maybe a little bit about the Ryder Cup as well. Some news coming out. Uh, it's official. There are some longtime stalwarts for the European side that are not going to be available unless uh, the the tours that sponsor the Ryder Cup change their rules. So 
uh, a lot to get into with Bob. Uh, he's been a good friend to, to us here at the station over the years, so really appreciate him making some time for us this morning. Then in the business of golf at 845, it is, uh, it is that season, school years wrapping up. Parents are starting to look for things to have for their kids to be involved in in the summer to keep them active. The PGA Junior Leagues are one of those things, and even though the weather hasn't really cooperated much to get you in that mindset, uh, it is coming. Patrick Oropalo is the player engagement consultant for the West Region of the PGA of America. He covers the Pacific Northwest and Southwest sections, uh, working out of Medford, but he's the one that's kind of taken over. Uh, getting the PGA Junior Leagues up, helping the the head pros and the professionals at the clubs around uh, the regions know what to do so they can start a league. Uh, so we will talk to him. Going to join us at 845 about uh, how to go about uh, getting your kids involved in it. If your club or your course that you play at doesn't have a league or a team, you know, how you can maybe start that process, who to talk to, how to get that going, how quickly you can get one up and running, because uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's an actual team setting. They have jerseys and numbers, just like you're playing soccer, or baseball or basketball, whatever you want. So it's more of a team sort of thing, encouraging different from the uh, the junior golf association tournaments that you see that are a little more competitive and uh, for for young kids that are, you know, hoping to move on at a high level early on in their career. So that's what's going on. Uh, Thanks again to everybody for signing up. The ninth annual fan golf classic is officially sold out. Audie Wilsonville presenting the ninth annual fan golf classic at Langdon Langdon farms uh, brought to you by Michelob ultra Tuesday, June 27th. We have the date circled. We are all excited to be out there. Uh, the morning and afternoon rounds are sold out. Breakfast, lunch, dinner served by Victorico's Mexican food as well as Matt's barbecue. There'll be beverages aplenty on the course as usual. All the shows will be out there live. I don't know if I'm going to be on the driving range yet. We're still trying to figure out. There's more logistics involved in that. I think we got to see you out there. Well, we need to make sure I am safe. Well, can't we just, what if we got one of those big like hamster balls? Can we put you in a big hamster ball? Well, we got also have to technology-wise make sure I can be set up out there to do the updates live. That's part of the deal. Oh, yeah. It's, it's quite an involved thing. And so I had the secure desk and stuff, and, and during COVID, it disappeared. So we're trying to, one, see if we can locate one, two, see if the engineers can, you know. Equip it. Equip it. So I, more importantly, the equipment is safe. They're less worried about me, more worried about the radio equipment, because that's more expensive to replace than me, quite frankly. I'm worried about you, Sweat. Uh, Don't I, worry. I've only been hit once in five years. Oh, so then. And I was leaning back. I was I was out of position. Oh, so as long as you're in position, like, so, yeah. do we even when need I'm up, armor for you? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, we, we had plexiglass that was built up the sides. Oh, we could do that. I bet, so yeah, I bet that wouldn't be. So too we'll hard. see. We will see if we'll be able to uh, to to get that going, and if I will be out there. I will be out there at some point, no matter what, uh, for that. But if I'm out there doing updates uh, on the closest to the swag, that is yet to be determined. For all the info, go to tenetythefan.com. Cannot wait to see everybody out there on Tuesday, June 27th. Thank you guys so much for. Um, participating once again it is that season 
Uh, lots of the charity tournaments are start. I'm getting hit left and right. I'm like, okay. And I never know if I'm expected to, to pony up for my portion. Are you having me out to help raise the word? What is it you're looking for? It's always awkward to ask, but yeah, I think, I think I'm shelling out some dough here. I, was say, I feel like you just have to assume like you're shelling out. Yeah. I, I kind of think like. I'm going up tonight for uh, the spring game. I'm going to get asked to donate. I, uh, I'm going into it assuming yeah. I'm down 25 bucks. Oh, uh, okay. You know, that's uh, about what I can afford I to might, donate. I might be dipping a little deeper into the coffers for some things. Well, but you make more than I do. Not I, much, quite frankly. Uh, I, I, I know I you don't do. mean to disappoint you in your future here <laughs> at the fan, but... Not much. Hey, right now McDonald's workers are making more than me, so I get ah, it. Ah, no kidding. I get it. All righty. So we got a lot on the docket. Uh, we will update you. Uh, both the men and women's NCAA regional fields have been announced. The women start playing next week. Uh, both Oregon and Oregon State will have an opportunity to send their teams to the NCAA tournament. So we'll update you on that as well. But as always, we get started by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. All right, four tours we are following this week. Uh, Corn Ferry Tour is off. Uh, The DP World Tour, the DS Automobiles Italian Open, uh, wouldn't really care about this other than the fact that the golf course they are playing is hosting the Ryder Cup in October. So if you want to get a look, first time it's being uh, staged in Italy, Marco Simone Golf Course in Rome. Uh, You can get a look at it there. Uh, Not the deepest field. Most of the top players that are not live golfers are over here playing the designated events. They are getting ready for the PGA Championship in a couple of weeks uh, out at Oak Hill. But Romain Langesquet from France having a day uh, nine under today. He's up there at 11. He's tied with Julian Gurrier. Uh, Adrian Moronk is a name you should probably keep an eye on from Poland. He is at 10 under, one shot back, and a likely Ryder Cup member because uh, several of the stalwarts from the European teams over the years officially uh, forfeited withdrew from the DP World Tour, meaning they are not eligible for selection. And we'll get into that with Bob Herrick here in a little bit. Champions Tour, one of their regular stops, the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, TPC Sugarloaf in Duluth, Georgia. Stephen Ames, David Toms, your leader at seven under par. Uh, Lee Jansen, Rod Pampling, uh, Y.E. Yang there at six under But everybody keeping their eye on the ageless Bernhard Langer, who starts tied for seventh, five under, a bogey free 67 in the first round. With a victory, he would set the all-time record for wins on the Champions Tour with 46. So everybody keeping an eye there. Team play this week on the LPGA Tour. It is the Hanwha Life Plus International Crown. They're playing TPC Harding Park. Uh, which just a few years ago saw Colin Morikawa uh, win his first major. But this is fun. So you've got four-person teams. Uh, They play a two-person team best ball. And the USA is the number one overall seed. Pool play here. Uh, Matches began on Thursday. So it's more pool play today. 
uh, to eliminate two teams from each pool. And then there will be semifinal matches Sunday morning and a finals match Sunday afternoon. Sweden is a perfect 4-0. and uh, They've got some veterans there. Thailand is the team to watch, though. They are perfect 4-0. They were the sixth seed coming in. And maybe uh, you have the Jatanagarn sisters. Anytime you have sisters and they are veterans, they know what they're doing. Uh, but the team of Patty Tavitanikit and Ataya Titikun, uh, young, they hit it far. Uh, they're both pretty intense, and you can see why uh, they are undefeated. Uh, the American teams, you have uh, Lilia Vu, who won her first major, who's on fire this year. She's paired with, paired with Nelly Corda. Uh, they are having a good time. And then Lexi Thompson and Danielle King. Lexi Thompson using this event to try to get herself back in form and really had it going there on Friday. And they had a nice victory in those pool results uh, Friday. They were 3-2. and two. They defeated the team of Jody Ewart, Shadoff, and Bronte Law. And um, a 2-1 victory for Lilia Vu and Nelly Korda as well. So Sweden is 4-0. Uh, they will have matches starting today around 11.30. And then Golf Channel will have coverage later this afternoon of that. But a lot of fun in that event. Always fun to see match play, team play. That leaves the PGA Tour. It's an elevated event this week. Quail Hollow back hosting the Wells Fargo Championship. You've got a three-way tie atop the lead at eight under par. Terrell Hatton, Nate Lashley, and former Oregon Duck Wyndham Clark. But you've got Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott all in the mix at seven under par along with Sunjay M. It is a very condensed field. Uh, that's what you love to see at these elevated events. Um, Rory McIlroy barely made the cut. Jordan Spieth couldn't hit it straight. You never know with Jordan. He's hot one week, and then the next week he can't hit it straight. So we will uh, find out from Bob Herrick here in a little bit. But uh, this is going to be fun because you've got 20 guys within three shots of the lead going into Saturday. 15 of the top 20 are there. We'll find out. We saw John Rahm at the Phoenix Suns game last night. He was taken this week off. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is not there either. So the top two guys are out. But 15 of the top 20, great fields. Tony Finau made the cut. He's coming off a victory. Um, JT won his first PGA championship on this course. So he knows it well. Uh, who is going to be the one to get a hot putter? Conditions have been perfect so far. Very little breeze. Temperatures are great course is in excellent condition so should be a lot of fun yeah i uh it it's getting to that time again kind of last time i was on this show it was about a month before the masters we're getting into a similar situation with the pga championship and starting to uh pay attention i'm going to visit my buddy up in ellensburg big pga tour guy he he tells me who to bet for him he'd be like hey you need to bet there Hovland on Thursdays. Hovland's okay. a big Thursday guy. Exactly. So he's been uh, giving me the hot tips of who to bet on. and then. Well, we let's find it. out uh, who has really got it dialed in. JT making a change to his uh, putting approach. And uh, Bob Herrig, longtime golf writer with Sports Illustrated, joins us next here on Golf in the Northwest. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? 
Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 816 here this morning, golf in the Northwest. The weather finally relenting in the Pacific Northwest. We're supposed to be up into the 80s by next week uh, for Mother's Day. Make your tea times now to take mom out for a nice round and and brunch before or after, however uh, you're working. Uh, But the weather could not be more perfect in Charlotte, North Carolina, for this week's designated event on the PGA Tour, the Wells Fargo Championship. So pleased to be joined once again uh, by longtime golf writer with Sports Illustrated, Bob Herrick. You could follow him on Twitter at Bob Herrick, H-A-R-I-G. He's covering the event as well as uh, the tour and uh, all sorts of articles up this week. But the one that caught my eye earlier in the week and, and had me reaching out to you, Bob, was uh, the fact that PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan uh, popped out of his gopher hole and uh, spoke to the media before this event, confirming what many had reported. Roy McIlroy was going to lose $3 million in bonus money for skipping a second designated event. Uh, welcome, Bob. How has it been out there at Charlotte? And uh, we'll get into the news of the tour, but how have these designated events been working so far for everybody? Yeah, good morning, and thanks for having me. I think the designated events, by and large, big picture, have worked out really well. Um, you know, they are they are achieving the goal uh from a commercial standpoint, which is to get the best players together more often. You know, get get these guys playing the same tournaments outside of the majors. And, you know, you just really couldn't 
assure that before. Yes, we had the World Golf Championship events, uh, but those had kind of dwindled, you know, and and even the World Golf Championship events had lost a little bit of their um, cachet, I think. You know, we we were down to two and then only one, and so now they've kind of shifted to these designated events that are at existing tour sites. You know, the, the, the Wells Fargo event was a pretty darn good tournament before. Now they've basically assured that it's a really, really good tournament because you have so many of the top guys playing. So I think from that standpoint, it's worked out really well. I think there's some growing pains. They've got some things they need to figure out going forward. But that was always going to be the case that, you know, they, they really put this together in a hurry. And um, so far, so good, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think from a viewing standpoint, you know, knowing you've got 15 of the top 20 players in the world golf rankings this week. Now, one and two are not there, uh, Scheffler and Rom, uh, but they've played in every other one so far. Rory's the only one that skipped multiple ones. Curious about how the players are receiving them, where they're following in the, it, where they're falling in the schedules. I think Rory's a separate case because he's been asked to carry so much water. I would have liked to seen Jay Monahan maybe out in front of things a little more. Rory's had to speak for the tour and all the live stuff. I, I would give him the benefit of the doubt. I'd like to see Jay up there more taking some of that heat. But how have the players responded to? I think they love the events and they love the the competition in the field, but where these are falling in the schedule and how much influence might they have on how it gets scheduled for 2024? Yeah, I think that's a good a good point and a good issue. Um, you know, Rahm and Scheffler aren't here because you know they got a lot coming up. Um, you know, Rahm played last week in Mexico, a non-designated event. I think it would be poor form to criticize him for playing a non-designated event when, you know, he won it last year. I mean, somebody, if somebody were to say, well, he shouldn't have played last week, well, that's not fair. You know, those, those tournaments need guys too. Uh, you know, Scheffler is going to play in Dallas next week. He lives there. He's also got the PGA the following week. He's probably playing Colonial the week after that, which is near, you know, that's Fort Worth, near where he lives. He lost the playoff there last year. Why wouldn't he play those tournaments? And then the Memorial is after that. So he would be looking at playing five straight if he played this week. That's the problem with the system is they've got to space them out a little bit better. Monaghan did say that the plan is to not have non-designated events isolated as much as they were this year. I, I would contend that next week's tournament is going to be isolated. Because even though a major isn't a so-called designated event on tour, it's still one everybody's going to play. So, you know, they've got some things they need to figure out. They need to space these properly. Now, next year, of course, guys are not required to play. So, you know, the tour can, can schedule them, and there's going to be some gloss. It's inevitable. And then it's up to the players to decide, well, you know, maybe I just need to take one of these off. You know, and um, and I and and I think we have to understand that. You know, I think we have to get that that's just going to happen. Sometimes they can't play them all. You know, no so, question. Um, and it's a, it's this year it's a heavy schedule. So um, you know, I get it. Look, Spieth missed the cut here. Um, he sort of insinuated at the Masters that he was a little bit out of gas. You know, he had done a lot. He he, he lost in the playoff a couple of weeks ago at Hilton Head and then just didn't have it yesterday, you know. 
He's playing at Dallas. He'll play the PGA. He's likely to play Colonial. You know, I, I bet you in the back of his mind it wasn't such a bad thing to miss the cut here this week, and that's not what you want either. You don't want these guys to be thinking that way. So, like I said, some growing pains. It's generally been really good, but they have to still figure some things out going forward. Yeah, and I, I've maintained since all of this started to get reshuffled, is there any push to not have – an event the week after a major. I know the calendar's tight. You got to take advantage of the weather, but and they want to get everything done before the NFL season starts, uh, before they lose viewership. But could you have maybe some sort of combined corn ferry, elevated corn ferry tour with guys below a hundred, and just not have a major or, or an elevated event following the week of a major? Yeah, the way it is now, there's two scheduled the week after a major, uh, Hilton Head and then the Travelers, which is after the U.S. Open. And this year, you know, the U.S. Open is in L.A. and the Travelers is, is in Hartford, Hartford right? Yeah. So you're, you're looking at, at, at a cross-country trip. Um, so that's a problem, too. Now, look, a lot of guys still play Travelers even in the past, um, but maybe there's some that don't want to. And now they sort of feel forced to. I happen to think the week after the Masters is a bad week for one. I think Hilton is Hilton is meant for a, for a type of player who who just likes the idea of playing the week after the Masters. The the you know the lower level vibe. Not everybody does, and that's not you know that's not a great thing. But the other side of it is is you need. You, you need to have the uh, the guy, you know, the sponsors willing to pay, and 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 to step up, and and you know, so it's the tour has to juggle. Okay, what's the best place to play these? Who's willing to do it? You know, not look. We're talking about ten, eleven, twelve million dollar increases in purses. You know, most tour events are eight to nine million. The designated events are twenty. Where's that money coming from? You know, the tour isn't footing the bill for all of it, you know, and, and um, uh, I, I would love to be a, a bug on a wall of some of those some of those meetings with title sponsors who are being asked to pony up even more. You know, if, if the, the, this event in, with an eight or nine million dollar purse, the title sponsors probably still on the hook for 12, 13, 14 million. It's, it's hard to know exactly. A lot of it depends on engagement and other things, but it's more than the purse. It's not just the purse. So you've got that part of it, and then, okay, now we're going to add $11 million to the purse. Well, who's paying it? You know, if the, let's say it's even half and half. Let's say it's $12 million extra, and the tour pays six. So now, on top of $13, $14 million commitment, you're asking Wells Fargo to come up with another six. So that means 19 or 20. I mean, at some point, they look and go, are we getting our money's worth out of this? You know, and so this is the juggling act that's all going on behind the scenes, and um, uh, which is why it's not been easy. And, and, but also why I sort of commend them for pulling it together so fast. No question. Bob Herrig, our guest, uh, golfwritersi.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Bob Herrig. The other big news uh, off the course came with the official uh, resignations by Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood of their DP World Tour memberships, meaning they're officially 
not eligible to be selected to the Ryder Cup teams unless uh, the Ryder Cup and its its uh, sponsoring tours decide to change the rules. Uh, the DP World Tour is playing on the course that will be hosting uh, the Ryder Cup in Rome later in October. Is is the Ryder Cup going to fall apart, or is it going to realize, okay, is, is that the thing that forces the detente between the Live Tour and the PGA Tour? Well, I don't think it's going to fall apart. Um, you know, there's a lot of really, really good players on both sides still. Um, but I just think no matter how you feel about Liv uh, and the whole thing, that this part of it is really sad. You know, I mean, look at the firepower of guys that the European Tour is now looking at losing as potential captains. You know, Poulter, Westwood, Sergio, um, Martin Keimer, Henrik Stenson, who's already been bumped of his. You know, he was supposed to do it this year. Um, uh, and uh, uh, Graham McDowell, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, that, you know, Roy said it. It's sad. It's, it's, it's just, um, uh, you know, and I'm all on board with, look, they kind of knew that some of these things were possible. But, but the bottom line is it's still sad, you know. Yeah. And the tours have taken a hard line. I kind of get that. It's it's like if you if you leave an opening, then you're going to allow for the possibility that more guys might go, and with no collaboration between the two tours, then you know what is their recourse other than to make it very difficult for them to come back. In other words, you you have to weigh that. Uh, but the other side of it is is you know I think we out here, the followers of the sport. Um, are deprived of of uh, of having some of these big names. You know, I again, no matter how you feel about Liv, I think that uh, the majors are far better having those guys in them. We just saw it at the Masters. Oh, no question. To have those guys up there, you know, and um, you know, I try to take the pragmatic approach with trying to treat them as just two different golf tours. I know there's a you know a huge political underpinning here with the, with the you know the the you know the funding certainly i get all that but the bottom line is they're playing they're competing they're, they've launched they whatever they're 13 or so events in to live they've got a bunch of named guys some of them are really good players still and uh, here we are you know it, it kind of continues it is, and and yeah, the World Golf Rankings have drugged their feet. Doesn't appear they're close to making a decision on granting them points. The lawsuit is now tied up. Who knows when they're ever going to get into a courtroom? So it looks like we're stuck here uh, in this for a while. You are out. We can hear a gentle breeze behind you. Uh, we're watching on ESPN Plus this morning, early round coverage uh, from Quail Hollow. It looks absolutely gorgeous there. You've got a condensed leaderboard with big names up top. Uh, how much fun is this going to be on the weekend, and, and who do you like? I saw your article on uh, Justin Thomas uh, going to aim point, trying to figure out how to get his putting back. Uh, he won his first PGA championship there on this course. Who do you like this weekend? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I've been sort of working on a Justin Thomas piece heading into the PGA um, because he's not been all that prominent lately. You know, he's 
He hasn't won since last year's PGA. He's fallen out of the top ten in the world. And so I, you know, I probably put the, you know, put the fire under him. Now I'm working on that, and he's going to probably win this week, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, look, Adam Scott's up there. Uh, some of those other, you know, uh, Terrell Hatton is a great player. Um, you know, these guys are. Th- that's again, and this is, I think, the beauty of of this this system is that when we go to these events, we're seeing really good tournaments. You know, uh, uh, you know Fitzpatrick won over Spieth a couple of weeks ago. Uh, obviously, the match play was a pretty good match play. Arnold Palmer was a good tournament with Rory and Spieth in contention. And then you have some outliers in contention like Kurt Kitayama who won. Um, you know, Scheffler won the players. Uh, Rahm won Tigers tournament at the Genesis. It's been, it's been a good run of events and. You know, I would think we'll have a little bit more of that next year as well. Uh, you know, I think there's there's going to be some controversy over making them all no cuts. Um, and that'll be interesting to see how that plays out as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think you could have a cut and still maybe in those designated events have a, a payout to those that don't make the cut. I think that's how you do it. But you know, they all get something, you know, a lovely parting grift. Here's your box of rice aroni. Thanks for coming. Um, and then still have a cut. I think they'll work that out. But Ty- I know Tiger's on the record is saying he wants to have a cut at the Genesis. Most of the other guys will. You've got an article up about Tiger. That's a whole can of worms we don't want to get into this morning. But uh, you can read Bob Herrig's work at si.com slash golf. Bob Herrig. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weather and the tournament out there at Wells Fargo. We look forward to catching up with you uh, down the road as we see uh, continue to see how the PGA Tour sorts itself out before next season. Thanks so much, Bob. Take care. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. There you go, Bob Herrig, out at the Wells Fargo Championship. Again, uh, you can follow his work, si.com slash golf. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Bob Herrig, H-A-R-I-G. Uh, Yeah, the designated uh, uh, tournaments, great, great for the viewer, great for the fans at those tournaments. I think they need to tweak some of the logistics um, to get them really dialed in, to get as much player buy-in for all of them as possible. We'll see how it works out. And, of course, the other piece, as he mentioned, how many sponsors are going to be willing to pony up uh, and feel like they are getting the most out of – out of those sponsorship dollars if they're putting up 20, 25 million bucks. So we will follow that as well. We'll make the turn. We'll come back. We will update you on the Pac-12 and the the schools, Oregon and Oregon State, sending both the men and women to the NCAA regionals. Also, our friend Colin Inglis had a great week. He has qualified for the PGA Championship after finishing in the top 10 at the club championship. Uh, shout out to him. And then we will talk uh, PGA Junior Leagues coming up at the Business of Golf at 845. We're making the turn here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.37 here this morning. Golf in the Northwest. Center and Saint following us. Will Ortner in for Will Darkens along with uh, Luke. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a complete breakdown of the Kentucky Derby after the favorite was scratched earlier this morning. Forte. Uh, I know you guys love the ponies. Anything I can gamble on. Okay. Well, yeah, what I'm learning. Uh, They've had several scratches already uh, this week with the most exciting two minutes in sports. Uh, We have tonight, speaking of exciting game three, Warriors Lakers from Crypto.com Arena down there at L.A. Tied at a game apiece. Coverage at five tip at five thirty. So we've got that for you. And, uh, yeah, we got Ducks baseball over on 910. I think we got a little Major League Baseball. I think some Yankees Rays at 1230 over on 910. Ooh. As the Rays uh, appear to be on their way to, I don't know, 135 wins in the regular season or something ridiculous. Yeah, finally I can stop hearing about the 2001 Mariners. Yeah, well, uh, well, we know with the Bruins getting ousted in the first round now that uh, the, the teams that hold the all-time wins records in the four major sports uh, don't go on to win. So. The Rays might want to, you know, mix in a nine-game losing streak here at some point. They're just like, you know what? We're just going to start losing for the next month or so. Exactly. We're going to win exactly. enough to make it, but we're going to Don't w- peak lose. too early. No. Uh, peaking at the right time, the Oregon Ducks uh, men's and women's golf teams. Uh, the Oregon women uh, have been placed in the Westfield Regional of the NCAA Regionals. It'll be the club at Chatham Hills Golf Course in Westfield, Indiana. They are the two-seed there. Mississippi State is the one-seed. Oregon State also in that regional as the nine-seed. They will get underway next week um, looking to see if they can advance to uh, the NCAA championships down at Greyhawk in Scottsdale. Uh, the men had a nice finish at the uh, Pac-12 championships. They earned the four seed in the Bath, Michigan regional. They will play the Eagle Eye Golf Club hosted by Michigan State University. Illinois is the number one seed. They won the Big Ten. Florida is the Southeastern Conference winners. They're the two seed there. Texas, the three seed. And Oregon State will be in the Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Nevada Regional. Uh, Bears Best Las Vegas, a Jack Nicholas course, UNLV hosting that one. Oregon State is the 11 seed. The Pac-12 sent eight of their men's teams to the regionals. So a, uh, a heavy West Coast feel to the NCAA regionals. They will get underway uh, the following week. Those will be... Uh, the week of May 15th through the 17th. So the women's regionals will be next week. The men's regionals the week after that. Uh, And we wish the best of luck to Oregon and Oregon State uh, and all the men and women participating there. Hope to see them uh, make their way, have a chance to win national championships. Of course, the Oregon women were runners-up a season ago 
to Stanford. Shout out to our man Colin Inglis, kind enough to join us a couple of weeks ago uh, before he got going at the PGA Club Professional Championship that was played earlier this week uh, in Santa Ana Pueblo, New Mexico. And Colin Inglis is going back to the PGA Championship for the second straight year. Finished tied for eighth, four under par, uh, 69 and 70 on the middle two days. A 70. He was actually tied for the lead uh, on the back nine in the final round. Uh, ran into a little bit of trouble closing it out, but he finishes four under par. One other representative from the Pacific Northwest section, Russell Grove out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, in the Northern Idaho College course, will represent the Pacific Northwest section. So congratulations to both of them. They earned one of the 20 slots there for the club professionals all across the country. They will get to go play famed Oak Hill out of Rochester that coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. And so uh, should be a lot of excitement. Uh, Colin coming back to his home course, Shadow Hills, which is hosting uh, the chapter championship for the Oregon uh, chapter of the PGA of America that going on on the 8th on Monday so uh, a big tournament locally so for those of you find out who maybe is representing uh, I know people that uh, at their courses they get to know their their local pros so well wish them the best of luck weather should be good enough down there at Shadow Hills Country Club so uh, best of luck to all of you guys down there looking to get a spot uh, winners qualified then for the next year for the club professional championship. So uh, thanks uh, again to Colin for joining us and best of luck there. Let's take one more break. When we come back, speaking of competition for the young ones, school just about a month from being over in a lot of places. Uh, if you've got a junior golfer, want to get them introduced in more of a competitive environment, the PGA Junior Leagues are a great way to start doing that. And we are going to talk to Patrick Oropalo, uh, who is the player engagement consultant for the West region of the PGA. He joins us next in the business of golf. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 845 here, the business of golf. Jason Swigard with you, wrapping things up here on another edition. The weather finally relenting here in the Pacific Northwest and uh, everybody looking to get out and start playing, uh, even with your younger ones. Uh, and sign-ups now for the PGA Junior Leagues are going on, and we are pleased to have joining us right now Patrick Oropalo, who is the player engagement consultant for the West Region. He's down in the Medford area. Uh, he's been the uh, general manager of Eagle Point Golf Club as well as uh, Oak No Golf Club out of Ashland, but uh, recently took over this player engagement consultant position and uh, trying to get more PGA Junior Leagues going on at courses uh, here on the West Coast. Patrick, good morning. Thanks for joining us. 
Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. I know uh, the weather hasn't been, you know, indicative of it here, especially up in the in the Portland area with a lot of rain, a lot of cold. But school is close to being out, and a lot of uh, families looking. How do I get uh, sons, daughters uh, involved in in summertime activities? Uh, if they are not familiar with the PGA Junior Leagues, uh, just kind of what was the thought process in the PGA putting these on different from the uh, AG uh, Junior Golf tournaments, kind of that real hardcore competitive thing. These are a little bit more um, forming some camaraderie and a real team aspect. Well, exactly right. PGA Junior League is a fantastic introduction to the game of golf. Uh, but there's also an advanced player component with the national championship. What I love about PGA Junior League is it gets kids off of just the driving range, gets them on the golf course, and teaches them how to be golfers, where to stand, understanding the etiquette, pace of play, high fives. I mean, it's just a total win for the kiddos. And as a family, you get to watch your kids be successful, deal with adversity on the golf course, I would call this the very best junior golf program ever created, and it's run by our very talented PGA professionals all over the Pacific Northwest. And that's, I, I think, the most important thing is is you've got uh, the PGA pros there, so parents are asked to remain outside the ropes and, and let the kids go experience it, kind of not uh, hovering there. That's a huge piece of it what goes into preparing and i know that that's kind of what you're working around to to courses uh here on the west coast uh, both in the northwest and the southwest how do you go about preparing the coaches to coach younger kids versus maybe what they're doing giving regular lessons yeah so the pga professionals uh, implement the american development model which is designed to take kids from just learning the game all the way to play to win and and trying to win golf tournaments and everything in between. But the PGA professional gets kids out on the courses. Um, They're the experts. Often I'm just facilitating them, uh, getting this program up and running at their facility. Uh, But the team golf aspect, the scramble scoring, um, really makes it easy and inclusive for everyone. And uh, the PGA professional will work with the kiddos, typically a practice once to twice a week, and a match will happen on weekends, typically in the evening. So uh, when the golf courses aren't quite as busy and families can just enjoy. But the, the golf professionals are really the experts here. They're the ones that are coaching the kids. And they all have their own style. And uh, there's roughly 120 courses all over the Pacific Northwest participating so there's definitely a course and PGA professional in your area. Patrick Oropalo, our guest here, player engagement consultant for the West region of the PGA of America. Uh, for how young uh, will our, our, our kids uh, allowed to start having competitions here? And for parents, what degree of just basic ability and skill do they need to have so that they can have a good experience playing in the junior leagues? So the ages go from 7 to 13. That's one age group. And then there's also a very popular 17U, so ages 14 to 17 for the kids that age out of that initial program. But I actually have coaches that are taking kids as young as five. And that's the beautiful part of Junior League, Jason. You don't have to have any experience. You just have to have a little bit of passion, a little bit of want to try something, to try golf. And that's when we can can share the game and, and get the hooks in you. 
And then uh, the other piece, obviously, for parents, uh, everything's getting more expensive these days. Uh, what what sort of costs are associated uh, with the league and, and those sorts of things? Great question. So the PGA of America charges $99. That covers jersey and the swag bag that each kid gets uh, as a team kit. Uh, and then there's also the coaching fee, whatever the PGA coach would like to charge. Now, we have a philanthropic arm of the PGA of America called PGA Reach. Any active duty military uh, will get a $99 scholarship to cover that game changer fee, we call it, uh, which would cover the kid for all PGA Junior League season activity. Um, And then, of course, there's uh, the financial hardship scholarship, which will cover all expenses for the program coaching fee and the $99. And so if you're getting free or reduced uh, lunch there at school this will cover you and it'll be a no-cost program no barriers to entry for pga junior league and i know that we love they've done so much uh, to try and make the entry into getting kids involved as uh unburdensome cost-wise as possible we see that with programs uh all throughout uh, the region and so uh but time is coming up teams fill up quickly what is the uh, entry period when do parents need to to make sure their uh, their kids are signed up great question so we've got the spring programs uh going right now uh but there'll be a plenty plenty of summer programs as well then we'll enter the championship season for the competitive junior league players that are interested in that but there's also fall programs and winter programs. So this is a a year-round activity. Um, Coaches typically participate, Jason, in the spring and summer seasons, and it's really easy. You just go to pgajuniorleague.com. That's pgajrleague.com. Find a course and a pro in your area. Sign up today. If uh, the court, maybe your home course or your club uh, doesn't currently have one, how how do you go about maybe suggesting it um, or wanting to start one up? And and if maybe there was someone, maybe somebody wanted to sponsor uh, getting a junior league started, maybe pay for that coaching fee so the kids can uh, have a place. How would they go about doing that? Go right to your facility, connect with a PGA professional and say, we want PGA Junior League here. They'll reach out to me. I'll help them design the program at their facility. We'll figure out which coaches are going to run the program and how it's going to best fit. Uh, Certainly, if the golf professional has a sponsor that can help them, fantastic. Otherwise, PGA Reach will jump in. But go ahead and, and nudge your fellow golf professional to participate if they're not already doing it, and they'll reach out to me and I'll I'll close it for him. And that's, I always ask this for parents. What's the number one thing you advise parents going out wanting to support uh, their kids in this game to, to keep in mind uh, so that, that they can uh, be as, as supportive as possible for their kids experiencing this? Yeah, boy, just support them. Uh, have fun. It's all about the high five. There's going to be some good shots and bad shots, just like there are in life. There's ups and downs. And just teaching the youth to kind of fight through that, stay positive, stay in the moment. There's always the next shot. Patrick or Apollo, player engagement consultant for the West Region of the PGA. Thank you so much uh, for enjoying. If you're ever in the Pacific Northwest, let us know. We'd uh, we'd love to catch up with you uh, as we get going with these PGA Junior Leagues. Uh, safe travels as well. And, again, the website for uh, people wanting to find out more about the Junior Leagues. 
Thank you, Jason. PGAJuniorLeague.com. That's PGAJRLeague.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the weather uh, getting better and, and safe travels. Thank you, sir. There you go. Patrick Oropala. It's a great program. You've seen the commercials with Seth Curry and Alex Morgan. Uh, yeah, they get a jersey. They have a number. Uh, the teams are together. It's not quite as hardcore competitive as some of the uh, junior golf tournaments that you're used to seeing that's maybe run by the uh, the USGA uh, or the uh, American Junior Golf Association. Uh, those ones uh, really trying to build the camaraderie, the team aspect, the scramble format, uh, a great a great, great time for the kids who are wanting to get out and experience uh, golf in a, in a competitive environment. So thank you to him. Thanks as well to Bob Herrig. Uh, again, PGA Tour, the Wells Fargo, looks like a lot of fun today. Uh, the leaders are going to tee off around 1030. Terrell Hatton, Nate Lashley, Wyndham Clark, eight under par. Uh, you've got Five guys tied at seven under, including major winner Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, and Adam Scott. Uh, just behind them, uh, Jimmy Walker's got it going on. He is four under through 11. So scoring looks good. The wind is down. The temperatures are right. Greens couldn't be in any more perfect condition. And uh, it should be a lot of fun today. So you can uh, pick it up. Golf Channel will have coverage starting at 10 a.m. this morning. And then this one will be on CBS picks it up probably around noon here Pacific time today and tomorrow. That will do it for us on this Saturday. Uh, we'll look forward to joining you next Saturday as well. Probably talk to the uh, the champion uh, from the chapter tournament being played down at Shadow Hills. Uh, get an idea of uh, the competition uh, there and uh, find out a little bit about uh, the possibility of playing in the PGA Championship down the road. That'll do it for us. Thanks to Bob Herrick. Thanks to Patrick Oropalo for joining us. Thanks to Will Ortner for sitting in on the board. That'll do it for us. Center and Saint up next. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 